Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. If you would uh, turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 18, Matthew chapter 18. We'll begin in verse 1, and... um, There is a debate in our popular culture about who is the goat, right? The goat, the greatest of all time, the goat, the basketball goat, right? Is it Michael Jordan or is it LeBron James? Am I right? Sure. You know the debate? Okay, it's the goat. Who is the greatest? We want to know who the greatest is. We may look at our athletes. To say, who's the greatest athlete of all time? The greatest basketball player, the greatest football player, of, or, or of any other kind of sport. Uh, or we may, we may think of film and the greatest actors that we can think of. Um, or politicians. We may think of great uh, leaders. Um, recently, we, we lost uh, the queen. And who, who can be greater than a queen who reigned for 70 years? Um, uh, we, we have all these pictures, uh, pictures in our minds of things we think of whenever we think of the greatest. Muhammad Ali, he, he uh, famously said, I am the greatest, right? I am the greatest. And later, uh, he, he made another statement. He said, I am the greatest, and I was the greatest before I even knew I was. What a boastful attitude that was. But here, Jesus' disciples have the same concern that we often do. They're arguing about who is the greatest. Who will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Let's uh, go ahead and read our text, beginning at verse 1, chapter 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child... He put him in the midst of them and said, Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. You speak to us. We pray that you speak to us now. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to understand and obey. Lord, give me grace and strength as I preach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' disciples come to him with this common concern. They want to know, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? They have reason for asking that. You know, we had these stories that preceded it uh, where, well, you have Peter, James, and John who are able to go up on top of the mountain and see Jesus transfigured. And so maybe some thought, well, Peter, James, and John, they got to go with Jesus up on top of the mountain of the transfiguration and see this take place. Maybe they're the greatest. 
you can see that they may have had some kind of jealousy brewing between them. I'm closer. No, I'm closer. Um, and we know Jesus did say that there will be uh, some who are greater or lesser. Because he, he says in the Sermon on the Mount um, that uh, these, uh, a statement about, I can't remember the exact statement, but it's very similar to what he says here about the one who is the greatest will be the servant of all. And here, Jesus gets this question, who will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? So Jesus has an object lesson. He doesn't just tell them, he shows them. He brings a child before them. This would be probably a toddler or an infant that he brings in front of his disciples. Doesn't tell us who this child is, doesn't tell us who this belonged to. But we know that they had just been in the house in the previous chapter, in the previous section. We had seen how they had gone into a house in Capernaum. And Capernaum was where Peter's mother-in-law lived. So if Peter had a mother-in-law, we know that he must have been married. So maybe, maybe this was Peter's child. Who knows? We don't know any information there. Brings this child and puts this child right in the middle of them. It says, truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, a couple of things here. These are his disciples he's talking about. His disciples, his 12 disciples, the ones whom he called, right? The one like, like Matthew, who, who he, was, he saw him in the tax booth and said, follow me. And Matthew left everything and followed him. And the the fishermen, Peter and Andrew and James and John, who left their nets and just left their whole livelihoods behind and they followed Jesus. And here he says to his disciples, unless you turn, unless you change. That's what he says. Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Those are some strong words for Jesus' disciples. Not only will you not be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, you won't even enter it, Jesus says, unless you turn and become like children. Their attitude was in the wrong place. They didn't get it. And we see this so often in the Gospels where the disciples, they just, until Jesus dies and raises from the dead and the Spirit is given, the disciples just don't get it. And here again, as they're thinking about following Jesus, their concern is on who gets to sit on Jesus' right hand? Who gets to be the greatest? That shouldn't be our concern. The child. What is so special about this child? Well, Jesus tells us in the next verse. He says, whoever humbles himself like this child. The thing in the child that he is, he is recommending 
is humility. He's not saying that we should become childish. He's not saying that that we should become uneducated. He's not saying any of those things. He's not saying we should abandon wisdom or any, any of those things. He's saying we should be humble like a child. If we want to enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, we'll talk first about entering the kingdom of heaven. What is the gospel? We, we enter heaven, we can enter the kingdom of heaven because of the gospel. Because Jesus came and died for our sins. We believe that God created everything. That we are sinners. That we have rebelled against God's law. And that God had a plan from the very beginning to send His Son. He sent His Son when the time was right. And He lived a perfect, spotless life. He died on the cross, taking our sin upon Him. And He rose again. He lived among his disciples for 40 more days and he ascended into heaven where he is now. And we believe in that message. We believe that is the gospel. So what does this mean whenever Jesus says, unless you become like this child, you won't enter heaven? Well, in order to believe that message, you've got to humble yourself. We've got to humble ourselves. So often we, 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 we as human beings, our nature is to want to point to ourselves and how good we are. We want to point, we are just like the Pharisees so often. We'll say, well, I do this and I do that. I go to church every Sunday. I teach Sunday school. I do all these things. Of course I'll be in heaven. But no. We are not saved by the things we do. We are not saved because we have have served. We We don't enter into heaven because of what we give. We will enter into heaven. Those of us who enter into heaven, we will enter into heaven because we have said to Jesus, I can't. I can't. I can't be enough. I can't. Earn my own way in. I have failed. I have sinned. That is humbling ourselves. When we come to Jesus, we say, I don't have anything to offer. We come to Him and we put ourselves in His hands. And we say, you do with me what you want. That's what a child can do. What can a child do to take care of himself? Especially an infant or a toddler. You leave an infant alone for any period of time, what's going to happen? They'll they'll cry and they'll cry and they'll cry and if nobody ever takes care of them, they'll die. If they're left alone. They need someone to take care of them. We can't take care of ourselves. We can't serve our way into heaven. We can't be good enough. We can only come before Him and say, Jesus, take me as I am. I'm Yours. 
We have to humble ourselves to enter the kingdom of heaven. Then, Jesus says, whoever humbles himself like a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We think, we may think in our natural terms and think, oh, who could be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And we might, you know, some might think of someone who has gone to the mission field and given their lives serving, uh, you know, helping alleviate poverty and things like that. Some people might think of someone like Mother Teresa or, or something like that. But it's not, it's not the big names. It's not the people who have done famous things. It's the one who humbles himself, who becomes like a child. And the word here, verse, in verse 3, when it says, unless you turn and become like little children. It isn't the word for repent, but it, it is a word that can be translated to repent. The normal word for repent is metanoia. This is not that. It's a different Greek word. But when you, they, they're very similar in their meanings. And Jesus is telling his disciples they need to turn, they need to change. In other words, they need to repent of their attitude. They need to repent of trying to be the greatest. And what must we do to be saved? Jesus says, repent and believe the gospel. Stop trying to do it on our own. Stop trying to be good enough. Stop trying through our own human effort and just believe in the name of the Son of God. Believe in the completed work of Christ on the cross. What He did for us. Trust in Him. He is the way. He didn't show us the way. He is the way. He is the truth. He didn't just teach us the truth. He is the truth. And He is the life. He didn't show us how to have life. He is the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by Him. Now the world looks at Christians and says, says that we must be so arrogant to think that you can only be saved through Jesus. Right? You Christians must be so arrogant to think your way and none of these others, that everybody else is going to hell. Well, we just believe what Jesus said. We didn't make this up. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but my, by me. We give up our own ways. We give up our own thoughts. And we trust in Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.